Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. My intention was to shoot her experience because I had a job to do. We were walking all the way down to the tunnel and we sit down and you just sit there with the headphones and this little box that's supposed to pick up the signals and the sounds of spiritual ghost, whatever. I don't hear anything. I'm just sitting in the dark. I'm still thinking this is a crock. And then a blast of cold shot through me like a knife. It cuts through you. It went from a normal temperature to cold. Bam. Just like that. I'm looking around like what in the world is going on here? And then this little squawk box went off, indicating that something was there. And that's when I hear footsteps behind me. When I turn around, there's nothing there. Nothing. I panicked. We're done. I hit her leg and say, it's time for us to go. Howdy guys, this is Montana Jordan, occult specialist, paranormal and parapsychological researcher, and independent consultant, and you are listening to Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast with my good friend, the amazing Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, August 31st, 2020, episode 239. How is everyone out there around the world doing? And as usual, it's great to be back in the hot seat. And of course, over here in the States, we still have rioting going on, a lot of COVID stuff. So let's just forget all about that and listen to some good old-fashioned ghost stories. And of course, today we're going to do more listener stories. And if you want your story to be read on a future episode, just send it to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. Announcements, though. Next week, we have Elliot Van Dusen out of Canada, and he is law enforcement. He's coming on for an interview next Monday, and he's going to talk about paranormal experiences from law enforcement. Oh, man, I can't wait for that. So don't miss it. Tomorrow is another new show of Aaron's Horror Show with Mr. Aaron Farrell. And this Wednesday, Terry is back. He's all healed up from his surgery. And so don't miss that. And this Friday is the first Friday of every month. And all the new video shows are coming out, along with a new short film. 
And if you haven't heard, we have a new category. It's called Entertaining Short Films. It's on the right-hand side if you go to realparanormalactivity.com. Or if you're using the free RPA app, just click on the video tab and it'll show up there as well. But other than that, yeah, we're putting a big din in our backlog. And as I already mentioned, feel free to send in your own paranormal experiences. It may take a while for us to get to it, but we'll get to it. First come, first serve. And so with that, you know what that means. Oh, yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. Two, the story didn't fall me right this way. No pushing, no shoving, and the fans are going. It's a little humid over here in the States, but nice and cool with the fans. And as usual, grab a beanbag out of the corner there, find an empty spot on the floor, and don't forget to hit the freezer for a popsicle. And as always, get behind my desk here. I'm going to get comfy. Yeah. And I'm printing off Britt's packet. Thank you, Britt, for sending this to me. And what do we got? Oh, okay. Looks like Brad is going a certain route here. We got quite a few short stories. Yeah. Okay, we got short story time. No big deal. Love your guys' stories. And as usual, let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mouth is a little dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. So good when it hits the lips. All right, the first one. This one is by Cheesy. And it's titled, Cemetery. Okay, Cheesy. Let's see what you got, man. This is a story my dad told to me at the supper table. My dad isn't one to make things up or lie, so I believe every word he said. My dad is a photographer who was hired to take pictures at a school in Lindsay. He headed up to the school well before dawn. It was still dark. My dad is driving, and in front of him is a biker with reflective tape on him and flashing lights all over his bike. My dad passes him and gets to the school. He sets up his equipment, getting ready to take pictures. He's not taking pictures until 7 a.m., and it is about 6.30 when he gets all set up, and so he sits by the door and waits. It's still dark outside, so he can't see anything. Outside the gym door, there's a street, a graveyard, another street, and a single glowing light post. He looks down into the graveyard, and he sees the silhouette of a person, hunched over, walking back and forth quickly in the cemetery. He can't even tell if it's a man or a woman. All he can tell is their silhouette is walking back and forth. The person does this for three or four minutes, and the whole time my dad is just sitting there in the gym, watching it. Suddenly, the flashing biker rides by, going in front of the cemetery. My dad looks at the biker for half a second, and when he looks back at the cemetery, the person walking around is now gone. My dad doesn't know if it was a ghost or not, nor how it just vanished into thin air when the biker went by, but it certainly freaked him out. And it freaked my family out hearing about it at the supper table. Now, thank you for reading. And that's from Cheesy. <laughs> Short and sweet, Cheesy. Thank you very much for sharing that. What can I say? Uh, you know, one thing I will mention is that you just don't know. It could be a person 
doing something. Um, your dad says he was just watching it for, you know, that's a long time, three or four minutes, watching this person or it, whatever it may be. But uh, you don't mention what it was doing. Usually if someone's in, you know, if someone's in a cemetery, especially when it's he's watching it walk back and forth, I'm just wondering, what's it doing? I mean, is it bending over at a certain point? Looks like it's picking something up and then walking back to a certain point and doing something. Uh, what your dad, what you wrote here, it sounds like it's just walking back and forth, back and forth, right? And so that's odd if that's exactly what it's doing. But if it was doing something, like I just mentioned, you know, hunching over, stopping for a few seconds, then going back, then you never know. It could be somebody doing something. Um, you know, you old-timers know this about me. I, I like to people watch. Yeah, um, I'm not a psychic or anything like that, but if you watch people, you can usually kind of figure out what they're doing. And especially in Chicago, you're watching somebody... Uh, you're in the touristy area, right? Downtown, Michigan Avenue, Millennium Park, that sort of thing. If there's someone that's not dressed very well and their hygiene isn't that great, right? And they're just sitting there, but then you're watching their eyes, they're shifty, they're going back and forth looking at people. Um, and it doesn't really look like they're waiting for somebody. <laughs> kind of looks like they're looking for a target, right? Shifty eyes, looking at backpacks that sort of thing uh yeah so that's what i mean by this uh watching this figure i'm wondering what it's doing and again that isn't so odd where it just disappears we i don't know why we keep on getting stories like this all over the place where someone might see an apparition or think it's an apparition and they just divert their attention away from it for a moment or two something you know in this case a biker drives by and then he looks back and all of a sudden it's gone um, we get a lot of that. These things just disappear. Every once in a while, it's very rare that we'll get a story where someone's actually looking at something and they actually watch it slowly dissipate and vanish. That's kind of rare. But yeah, cheesy. It could be. But yeah, spooky story, especially if it spooked your dad and he didn't know what it was. It was just something pretty cool to to hear. <laughs> All right, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, cemeteries. Ooh. You gotta like cemeteries. All right, what do we got? What's next? This one is by Ivy, and it's titled The Arm. Okay, Ivy. Let's see what you got, man. We moved into this house around 10 months ago. The house is old and was built around 1850. For the first five months, nothing happened. Although, sometimes I would feel uneasy upstairs. I wouldn't like having my back turned, so I would go to a place where I could see everything happening around me. One night, I was coming out from the bathroom, and I saw someone's arm going into my room. I originally thought it was my mom, and I went in to follow her. When I went in, I didn't see anyone, so I assumed she was hiding because well, she does that sometimes. I stood in the corner of my room for a while, waiting for her to jump out and scare me. My room is small, so the only place she could hide was under my bed covers. I quickly pulled them up and nobody was there. 
I was absolutely terrified, so I ran downstairs and told her what had just happened. Her and my dad didn't think anything of it and told me that I had just thought I had seen something and that it was just my mind playing tricks on me. I didn't think it was just in my head, though. I was so sure that I had seen somebody. I can still see it now, in fact. It was so real. Another time, I was at my nan's, having just been to a funeral of a family member, which was near her house, and had just had a shower. I was in my pajamas when my mom came asking where the shampoo bottle was. I told her that I had just left it where it was. We asked everyone that was in the house if they had perhaps moved it. They hadn't. We searched everywhere and eventually came up and decided to just buy another bottle. The next morning I was in the bathroom when I saw it, exactly where I had left it. Yet it definitely wasn't there the night before. It had just vanished and reappeared. I kept thinking that it was someone wanting me to know they were there. It was odd because a family member had just recently passed away as well. I know these are not the most exciting stories, but can you please give me your thoughts? Thank you for the podcast. And that's from Ivy. Ivy, hey, thank you very much for sharing that. Hey, don't worry about it. All stories to me are spooky because, you know, this stuff shouldn't be happening. Sometimes they're just head scratchers. You know, I'm no expert, but... um, yeah, as far as the uh, the whole arm thing, thinking you saw someone just as they were finishing entering your bedroom, you saw the arm. Yeah, that could be spooky, you know. And then again, you went in there. It could be. You never know. You might be seeing some things. But um, usually it's like a flash or a shadow. People see, you know, out of the corner of their eyes. It looks like you're just looking right at it, you know, the arm in this case, as it went into your room. That's why you thought it was your mom. Interesting stuff. Um, yeah, we get the uh, the whole item missing thing, and then it reappears the next day, or even sometimes weeks or months, days. Uh, in this case, uh, you use the shampoo bottle, you took a shower, left it there in the bathroom, it's gone. Multiple people in the place, you're asking, and you guys just decided to buy a new bottle. Yeah, next day, next morning, you go in the bathroom, there it is, right where you left it. <laughs> yeah, the, we uh, some of the more spooky stories we've gotten in the past is, I can't remember, one time someone, I think it was a piece of jewelry, it was gone. And, you know, I don't know, days, maybe it was a week, or maybe weeks later, they left, they live alone, they come back, you know, from work, they go into their bedroom, and there's that piece of jewelry sitting in the center of their bed right there in the center you know on top of the made bed comforters yeah that's spooky (laughs) but so things disappearing coming back who knows uh yeah you're at your nan's house you just buried a family member maybe maybe someone's just letting you know hey i'm playing a prank on you (laughs) hey uh ivy thank you very much for sharing great story all right yeah those little things like that could creep you out if you really think about it. I have to admit, I had times in the past where I, you know, before I got into this whole paranormal thing, um, you guys know this, I was a skeptic, you know, I didn't believe in this sort of thing. Of course, now I know there's something to it. You just have to weed through all the BS, I'll say it. There's a lot of BS in the paranormal community. But, 
Yeah, there's been multiple times uh, where I've lost something, and then later on I find it either near where I thought I last put it, right? Or it's actually right there. And each time I always just thought to myself, eh, you know, obviously I overlooked it. You know, I was looking in the same area. I just missed it. And, uh, but, you know, it never happened often, but I do remember in the past uh, I was missing some things and I found them <laughs> right near where they're supposed to be. So, who knows, man? Who knows? All right, next. What do we got? Yeah, guys, the, uh, the whole riot thing over here in the States is getting out of hand. I don't know if you guys have been watching the news. I'm sure you guys over there around the world are uh, watching some of this stuff. Crazy. Crazy. But the iron bars are still holding on the windows and doors over here at the RPA Mansion, so not to worry. <laughs> All right. This one is by Emily, and it's titled Small Town. Okay, Emily. See what you got, man. My family, which consisted of my parents and two siblings, used to live in a relatively small town in the east of Queensland. It was a nice area close to the corner store, and we had plenty of neighbors. Most of the houses that surrounded the town were old queen slander houses, so they were mostly elevated or a bit worn down. My family and I were only renting the house while we searched for permanent living conditions. But within the time we stayed at the house, everything felt off. I remember my mom waking up occasionally and talking to herself, saying things like, Who, Who's there, please? At a young age, hearing my mom say that made me terrified. Another incident that regularly occurred was the lights flickering. Mom and Dad always said it was just the old wiring and not to worry about it too much. But those words could never calm me. One significant event that occurred while staying in the house was when we were putting a new door up in the garage. My older sister was about 12 at the time. She ran out of the house and came over towards Dad. He was currently standing on a ladder, screwing the door into its hinges, when a gust of wind blew the door down and on top of my older sister. I don't remember much of what came afterwards, but it was pretty hectic. I remember my sister's head was bleeding and mum calling an ambulance, uh, but that's it. However, it wasn't a windy day. With everything that had happened previously, I just couldn't bring myself to believe that it was the wind. My sister now has a scar on her forehead, a bit like Harry Potter's, but straight. We moved from the house and now live not far away, but in a nicer area. About a year ago, though, my older sister, who is now 17, was experiencing some more weird encounters. The first thing that ever happened was small stuff. Well, she had an Australia Day flag in her room, and it would move as if there was wind, even though the fan was off. She even said that she once saw a white figure in the corner of her room one night. I never really believed her. Not long after, Mum went to go see a clairvoyant. The woman confirmed that a spirit had followed us from the old house that we lived in and that the only way to get rid of it 
was to place salt in corners of my sister's room and then dispose of it far away. We did as she said, and she has never had any experiences since. Thank you for the podcast. Love it. And that's from Emily. Emily, (laughs) great story. Spooky attachments. I hate attachments. Yeah, you old timers know that. It's interesting that uh, you know the, play, the first place you're renting, and it always just felt off. You said, "Yeah, that's always spooky stuff." When I read that, as far as the garage door, yeah, you know, you were there. No wind. It fell over on top of your uh, sister. Who knows, man? Um, but yeah, you guys moving to the uh, the new place. You said it started up again with your older sister. Yeah, something like your older sister. Uh, you didn't go into great detail, though. It was just small stuff that started up, which sounds about right. That usually how it goes is just little things every once in a while, not every day. Just curious things that happen. Makes you scratch your head, right? And then all of a sudden, escalates. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, you got rid of it, though. That's the first time I've ever heard of uh, placing salt in the corners of of an area. In this case, your sister's room. And then you just dispose of the salt, I take it. Yeah, I'm always curious about this sort of thing whenever people are using, uh, you know, smudging, salt, other type of minerals. Yeah, I'm not too well versed in that. It's always kind of interesting when I read stuff like that. Hey, Emily, thank you again. And, yeah, that's it, guys. I told you, short stories from Britt. Hey, Britt, thank you very much if you're listening. really helps me out. And, as always, guys, thank you very much for coming here every week and listening to things on the RPA Network. Either you're watching videos or listening to the shows. And remember, tomorrow's a brand-new show of Aaron's Horror Show. Terry is back this Wednesday with Terry's Mysterious Moments. And this Friday, the new video shows are coming out, along with a new short film. We have a full week for you guys. As always, we are flattered. And if you want to become a premium member, thank you, everyone, who are premium members. It really helps us out. It's only $3.99 a month, and you can cancel any time. And how you become a member is you can go to realpreneurmalactivity.com. Big old button there. You set up your own account, username and password. Or you can sign up through the RPA app. And if you don't have the RPA app, it's free. Get it. Stream anytime, anywhere. Video capability. Fully functional. Just do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, in your app store. You'll see an aqua blue eye as our icon. And just download it. Easy peasy. And so with that, I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Brittany. has also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man... We love you. Oh, yeah, man, we do. As always, thank you and good night.